everybody. Welcome to the Homeworkies podcast. And today it's very exciting. We have the star of Heartland is here again uh, for another interview. We have Amber Marshall here. And Amber, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And I don't know if they told you, but the, the first time that you came on, I had never seen an episode of Heartland. It was obvious, I'm sure. But we were talking about the... Um, the Love in Harmony Valley. Uh, and of course we talked about the show a little bit, but since you came on uh, during the pandemic, my friend Michelle and I, we started covering the show uh, and um, we're now at season 13. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah. You had some catching up to do. And no, we you did. did it. <laughs> no, we did. Uh, so yes, it, uh, it's, uh, we're, we're nearing the finish line. We can feel it. Yes. <laughs> it's very exciting. And so, so- I have a question for you because yeah. I I know a lot of fans have done exactly what you did, hadn't seen the show at all. And then COVID hit and they watched all 15 seasons within mm-hmm. two months or three months yeah. or four months. And I always think, wow, that's quite the experience because for us, it's taken 16 years yeah. for us yeah. to film these seasons. So each year, and I'm sure you notice it, when you watch it all together, but we grow and age and um, all the stories kind of are taking place over that 15 year span. But when you watch it all in within a year, do you really notice us growing up and aging and that kind of thing? Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. I mean, especially uh, for someone like you or Georgie or, uh, or Mallory, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they, or they started young the characters and then we've seen them literally grow up and yeah. uh, and so you know that's that's been very fun and yeah we were just talking about the other day we're like we've spent a decade with these people <laughs> it's true yeah. yeah and I mean I don't really go back and watch yeah. previous episodes and things like that but when I I see videos that fans have put together or like little snippets yeah. from season one and season two that's all I can think of is we were so young and, and it's really cool to be able, it's almost like this yearbook each year in our lives. That's just put out there. And, and it's, it's kind of cool. It's a neat experience to be able to go back and see each different year of your life Mm -hmm. in the last 15 years. Sure. Uh, So I asked Michelle this, uh, but I'm curious since you played Amy for so long, do you ever dream in as Amy? (laughs) Well, you see, Amy and Amber are very similar. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm always dreaming in Amy because that's, we're just one in the same. I think it would be different if I was playing a character that was very different from me. Let's say I was, you know, on a foreign planet and I was walking around in space boots. Then I might be dreaming that I'm walking around in space boots and things like that. (laughs) But when I dream, I'm basically one of the same. Yeah. Amy Fleming and Amber Marshall well, are the same person. Well, Michelle said no. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. But do you have a favorite season of the show? Oh my goodness. I've had, I don't know about favorite season. I've had favorite moments that really mm-hmm. stick out. And I think for me, and this is going to come as no surprise, but I love all of the horse work on the show. That's just something that's very rewarding to me. I I've been a horse crazy girl ever since I was little. And so this show is really a dream job for me and it continues to be, Mm -hmm. but every time I get to learn a new skill with horses or even have a new horse character that comes on the show that I really connect with, like I actually Mm -hmm. connect with the horse itself. 
Yeah. It's very rewarding. And well, I was going to so- ask, oh, I was going to ask you about that because one thing we've really been curious about is when they have the horses I mean, the horse work in general is just amazing on the show, but if they need the horse to be kind of angry or wild or sick, uh, that kind of thing, like, how do they do that? without obviously making the horse angry and sick and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, how did they do that? We have a very talented team of yeah. horse trainers. So <laughs> the thing is, me. each horse character is not necessarily played by one horse. There's mm-hmm. usually multiple horses. Right. So let's say the character of Spartan, who has been with the show since as long as I have from the yeah. very beginning. And the main horse that we use, his name is Stormy. And he has been there all 16 years with me, which is really cool because we have, he was only just turned five or he was four and a half, which is very young for a horse to be on a movie set because usually Mm -hmm. there's like, they're still a colt when they're four and they're like, you know, looking at the world and learning things. And so that was very young for him to start, but he was just such an even tempered, bomb proof, nice young horse. So He's now 20 and he's been with the show for almost his whole life. (laughs) But for the character of Spartan, we have used many, many different horses over the years because so Stormy, who plays that role, he's a great horse and he's very happy just to hang out quietly on set. And I, he's the horse I usually ride and things like that. But if we need him to look sick or injured or scared, then we bring in trained Liberty horses. So a Liberty horse for those people who aren't familiar with that is a horse that's trained almost like a dog to do specific commands and things on cue. So if Spartan's supposed to be afraid and aggressive, we have a horse that comes in that looks just like Spartan. He'd be his double and he's trained to rear up or strike out or kick or do something on cue. And so if we needed a horse to look angry, we, we would bring in that Liberty horse. We also have horses that are trained to lay down and lay flat and look like they're sick or injured and just lay calmly and quietly. And we also have horses and it's a very specific skill, but it's a falling horse. They're trained to actually be upright and trotting or walking and then just flop over into the sand. Mm -hmm. And so we did, you mentioned Mallory earlier, and we did have to use a falling horse for when Mallory starts jumping Spartan and he actually falls over in the the scene itself. But the only falling horse that was trained to do that, that they could find was a sorrel color. So he was like a chestnut, a reddish color. So that horse was completely painted head to toe (laughs) to match Spartan for that scene. So it's, there's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes that we don't necessarily think about when you're watching the show. In fact, I hope you don't think about it because if you're watching the show and you're like, oh, that horse is really red and it looks like it was painted black <laughs> to be Spartan, right. then we've lost you, right? It's yeah. not it's not going to work. So each, each and every step we take to make the show as real as we can is so that when you're watching the show, you don't even think about these things. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't think about these things. But that would be how they get yeah. all these different um because the horses are essentially acting, right? Yeah. If, if a horse is supposed to be aggressive and there's a trainer cueing that horse to rear or strike out at a person, that's acting. That horse isn't mm-hmm. actually being mean. He's not, right. in fact, those horses are the kindest, nicest horses to be around because they're so well-trained. Mm-hmm. So we're very lucky that we have been able to have access to so many incredible horse trainers and horses themselves over the, the 16 mm-hmm. seasons we've been going. With the wild herd, do they have, 
are those actually like trained horses that then are acting wild? Okay. Yes. That's yeah, interesting. So, so all the horses that you see on the show, whether they're depicted as wild or crazy or not, they're all very quiet and calm, halter broke, fully broke to ride, quiet horses. Um, and so then they just decide, okay, so for this horse herd, what do we want it to look like? Do you want to have, you know, a gray horse and a paint horse and a this and a that? And they kind of put it together and then they all show up in a trailer and with halters on and they lead them out to exactly the position where we want them to be. Cause we have to set things up so that it works for the camera and the crew and the scenery and all that. And they'll set up the horses. They'll take all the halters off. Sometimes we'll even put um, little invisible fence around them so that we can keep them in a specific area so that when we're panning over the mountains and coming down to the horses they're exactly where they should be um, so there's a, there is a lot that goes into it uh, behind the scenes I guess to mm -hmm. create that realism and that magic we love getting the chance to talk to you Amber but we just want to remind all of the Heartland fans out there that you want to watch season 15 of Heartland on UpTV Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern and stream seasons 1 through 15 of Heartland on Up Faith and Family. Up is the destination in the U.S. for season 15 of Heartland, as well as over 100 exclusive bonus behind the scenes cast and crew interview videos. So make sure that you check that out. And uh, we're so grateful for Up TV and their support of the podcast. So uh, let's get back to talk to Amber. So how are the different scenes coordinated when you have the different kind of, I guess, horsemanship, whether it's the rodeo scenes or the riding scenes or jumping trick when Alicia does the trick riding? Uh, obviously you have some stunt doubles. How does that all come together? So there's three weeks of pre-production is what we call it before we go to film each block. So I'll, I'll break this down. So we film two episodes at a time. So if you're watching the show, we would be filming one and two at the same time, then three and four at the same time, four and five at the same time. So what that means is we don't go in order. We take scripts one and two and put them together like they're a two hour movie. And then we take all the scenes out of them that happen in the kitchen and do all those together. Then all the scenes that happen at the rodeo grounds out of those two episodes and do them together. And we shoot that each block is three weeks long. So as we're filming those um, two episodes over the three weeks, simultaneously to all this behind the scenes, there's a whole nother crew that's prepping the next two episodes, the next block. So for the three weeks that we're filming episodes one and two, they're blocking out and, and um, prepping episodes three and four. So how it kind of happens when we have different horse action scenes like the rodeo or whatever, um, they will completely prep that out before we get there. So they will know exactly how many horses they need, how many stunt doubles, how many, what the, the setup is, because we have a whole art department and set decoration crew that goes into those locations before we get there, days and weeks before, to make sure they're set up to look exactly how we want for the show. So if we go into say the Millerville fairgrounds, we don't want it to say the Millerville fairgrounds because our show takes place in the town of Hudson. Right. So our art department will go in and make measure out every sign that says Millerville, anything like that, and make banners and new signs to replace it all. So that all goes in a week before or a day before, depending on what the timing's like and they will set it all up so now all of a sudden it's no longer the Millerville rodeo grounds it's the Hudson rodeo grounds and it and we have specific 
signage for each location that we film at. And every time there's a new location, something gets made up and it gets slotted in in this huge warehouse of just different things that we have from over the years in different locations. And so then we show up on set that day, everything's ready. It's all been blocked out ahead of time. So we know exactly what part of the arena we're starting in and what's happening there and what stunt doubles we need, what horses we need, all of the action, everything's already been decided. So when we show up, it's like, okay, scene number one, we're doing this in this corner of the pen. Scene number two, we're doing this over in these pens. And, uh, and so it, it does, it makes it run so smoothly. That's really, really interesting. Yeah. We just covered the uh, tornado episode mm-hmm. uh, and that was one of our favorites. I thought yes. that was really, really well done that episode. Well, thank you. That yeah. was, that was a fun episode to do because there's always, and I was, I was saying this in an interview previously that 16 years is a lot of stories to tell. And as you've seen, probably in a shorter period of time, there is a lot of different episodes with completely different storylines. And to think of new things every year, like yeah. I, I am so, I admire our writing team so much because they can go in there and take whether it's, you know, we have 18 episodes or 10 episodes, whatever it might be. And they arc that season and have something fresh and new and still have those family um, moments that everybody knows and loves and can relate to. And there's something for everyone. There's, it doesn't matter if you're five years old or 95 years old, there's a story in there that probably resonates with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that has been really part of the success of the show is the fact that kids can sit with their grandparents and their parents and whoever in between and know that it's just nice, wholesome family watching. Mm -hmm. And there is a story for everybody. Uh, Yeah. One thing I've really appreciated is that they don't go the, the machismo, uh, uh, cowboy kind of route that they could like all Mm -hmm. the men on the show with exception, maybe some moments from Tim, all of the men on the show, you know, watch Lindy they're they're Mm -hmm. involved with the family they're not like these like tough guy kind of roles I just really appreciate that yeah and they have that there like there's that nice balance of okay we're we got to go fix fence and we're going to ride a bronc and we're going to have the rodeo school but yes of course I will look after the two-year-old three-year-old you know like it's Mm -hmm. like a hands down and you see those sweet caring genuine moments, which I do, I think is really important. And we always have the words of wisdom from grandpa and we have just those. And I think like everyone who watches the show always wishes that they had a grandpa like Jack or, you know, or there's just those, those characters that are so relatable, or maybe they do have a grandpa like Jack. And it's just, I think that having that family dynamic that sits down every night to have dinner together is something that's kind of getting lost a little bit in today's society. Everybody's mm-hmm. so, um, they're just in a rush. There's way too many devices in the house. People are watching things in different rooms. And so that's one thing I love about Heartland is it kind of, it brings back that Sunday night family dinner and a show. And I think that that is so important, especially in today's society, when people have kind of lost touch with that and to see that family and say, you know what? Yeah, this is important. Family is very important and spending time together, not just all on different devices and different rooms and things like that. Just being able to sit down and have a nice dinner together and talk about your day and, and things like that is Mm -hmm. it's a little bit lost in today's society. 
So you said that you and Amy are very similar. What would you say is the biggest difference between you and Amy? I think that Amy's a little bit more dramatic maybe than myself because it, she has to be because yeah. it's television. And right. that's what I always say is if, if there's not drama, then it's boring. There mm. needs to be something. Right. And I think we're very similar in a lot of the, our core values, I would say are very similar. Amy is a little bit more horse obsessed than I am. I'm very animal obsessed. Mm. Like on my farm, I love my chickens and my dogs and my cats just as much as I love my horses. So, mm -hmm. but Amy's got these blinders on mm -hmm. for horses. She's like, it's horses or nothing. And for me, like I go out and spend just as much time giving my cows neck scratches and, and pets mm -hmm. than I do with my horses. So yeah. I, I like that balance of just general farm life or ranch life. Mm -hmm. um, but really when you get down to it, I would say that myself and my character are very similar. So I heard, I think that Remy on the show is your dog. Is that correct? She is. Yeah. Oh, cute. That must be fun. Yeah. It has been, it's been really, it's, it's kind of that proud moment where you mm -hmm. like, when I do watch the show and I see her doing a good job, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that's my kid. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I also have um, my little pony Talon. He played Monty on the show. So you would have, you would have seen mm -hmm. Monty if you're caught up, but um, that was fun too, because it's, it's sort of that idea of your life merging into your work. And mm -hmm. that's always been really fun for me. Yeah. So we have season 15 ending the week this airs, it, it'll be ending on up TV. So do you have a favorite memory of, of season 15? Season 15. It's funny because they all kind whenever of I get together. asked about specific, it does. When I get asked about specific <laughs> seasons or moments, I'm like, did that happen in 14 or 15? I think the thing I loved about 15, and I don't know if I want to spoil this for you if you're not totally caught That's up, right. but <laughs> season 14 was very depressing. I have to say there's yeah. a, a, an event that happens, which I'm sure you're aware of yeah. that just shattered the Heartland family. And it, it kind of, tore us up a little bit too, because this is a character that's been with all of us for 14 yeah. years, 13 years. And so I just remember Fort and season 14 was also the first year that COVID presented itself and right. that we were under very strict guidelines and, and restrictions that we had to do to complete the show. So it was this kind of a very strange vibe in 14, it was, and it went really well with what was happening on screen. I have to say if, if timing could have worked out any better, I don't know where, because mm -hmm. it was just this, this darkness that was put on the season. And at the same time, we were all trying to learn how to work under COVID restrictions and things like that. So it was this kind of strange um, balance that was happening, but it worked really well for the story because all of us were like, what's going on, mm. but that's what was happening with our characters. And then 15, I felt just a sigh of relief because mm -hmm. it was like, okay, so we've, we've done that season. It's done. Let's start moving forward. Let's start bringing that light back. Cause I think that's what people really like about the show is that they can sit down and they can watch it and just feel contentment, mm -hmm. feel satisfied, feel like, oh, you know what? That made me feel really good. Mm -hmm. And so 15, I felt like we were getting the train back rolling onto that path. And then 16, which we're now just filming, has been just so much fun. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's been one of those, it's like, okay, so now we're two years out of the, the darkness mm-hmm. and now, now all the characters are really starting to just find themselves again. Yeah. And I've had a lot of fun and it's also been really beautiful weather. And we've just, it's, it feels like it's kind of back to that heartland that I think we all know and love. Welcome to the Pilot Podcast. My name is BJ. And my name is Me Too. And we promise this promo is worth it. So please don't skip ahead. We're two judgy friends who put our judgmental skills to work for you. We review the pilot episodes of new and popular shows and shows that our listeners request to answer your question, should I watch this? Look, a lot of us are spending a lot more time at home. And yes, we should be reading and trying new projects and enriching ourselves. But does anything beat binging a great show? Let us take the guesswork out of deciding what your next show will be. Tune in to The Pilot Podcast at thepilotpodcast.com. Yeah, it was it was kind of kind of funny because there were a lot of people that were upset about when calls the heart uh, that the, a, a member of the cast uh, left, and they were all like, "Well, we're going to go watch Heartland instead." And I'm like, it's "Just wait." <laughs> Oops. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, do you have a memorable guest uh, star that you'd like to see come back? Oh, that's, that's a good one. Can I bring up horses? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I really enjoyed, I actually really enjoyed the story with the, there was a gypsy vanner horse, which is like a, a, a big fluffy, almost oh, yeah, Ophelia. horse. Yes, exactly. We just, we just covered that. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I think it's really cool to have different types of horses mm-hmm. too, because we show the majority of horses we use on the show are quarter horses. They're amazing. They're, they have worked out so well for us, but every once in a while, it's really cool to be able to see just a totally different breed. We're like, Oh, that's really neat. Like, what is that? Yeah. And so that's what I would like to see, not necessarily Ophelia, but just some more unique guest star horses, I think would be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a perfect <laughs> Amy answer. I think <laughs> not bad. Oh man. No, we are the good. same. Good. Um, but I also would like to see some of the characters. I love that we do kind of pay that respect to previous characters coming back. So mm-hmm. um, if you've seen, you watched Mallory grow up and then Mallory left, and then we get to see her and Jake yeah, return, fun. which is really cool because these actors, they grow up off screen. And then when you don't see them for so many years and all of a sudden they come back, you're like, you're, you're an adult now you're all grown mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And um, so we do get to see a couple characters coming back this season. So season 16 is what we're filming mm-hmm. right now that haven't been there for a while. Oh, that fans yeah. Will love. So like, that's I really think it would cool. be fun to have, um, have Ashley back for, mm-hmm. a, you know, a couple of oh, episodes. I love Cindy Busby who plays yeah. Ashley, incredible human. Mm-hmm. And just, we have so much fun together. So it is, it's hard on a show, especially with the longevity of Heartland where you have people that you become so close with and they become really good friends and then they're not on the show anymore and you don't see them as much because being an actor is very different than a job where you're working local you know like Mm -hmm. you're not just going down the street to go to your office most of these people are flying in from toronto montreal la wherever it might be so when they're not on set it's not like you can just be like, Hey, let's go for coffee. Like I'll meet you. It doesn't work like that because you're usually just saying, Hey, where in the world are you now? And what are you doing? And, and we still keep in touch. I keep in touch with Mm -hmm. a lot of the actors and, but it might just be 
a text message every once in a while, like, Hey, thinking about you, how are you? Mm -hmm. It's not the same. So when these actors get to come back on the show, it's kind of like this fun reunion for all of us. And, and there's a lot of people that work on the show. Like it's, it's not just this core cast that all of a sudden is happy to see these people back, but our crew, there's like 75 to 80 people on set every day. And we all have this kind of mutual love and respect for one another. So when somebody leaves, they're missed by everybody. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to come back, it's like, oh, it's kind of like a party, a little reunion. And it's really cool. So Mm -hmm. to answer your question in that big roundabout answer, (laughs) I think any of the characters that have had um, greater storylines that have been a part of Heartland, and even if they haven't been in for several seasons, I think that not only do the fans love seeing those characters return because they've been invested in those characters, but all of us really enjoy that. And we have that um, friendship and that connection already. So you can mm-hmm. see that on screen. When those people return, you just, you feel that. You feel that general, like, mutual respect and love of one another. And mm-hmm. I think that that's really cool to be able to, to portray that as well. Yeah. Uh, so was it fun getting to play pregnant uh, for, <laughs> for the seasons, that, for the season you were? Yeah. I wouldn't say fun because it was very hot <laughs> Yeah, and I wore a very thick prosthetic, um, like Belly. silicone suit. Yeah. Uh, f- fun would not be a word I would use, <laughs> but challenging. <laughs> yeah. And actually it was, it was really great because it was one of those things where like I had to play morning sickness and, and stuff that I'd never experienced. So it was things that I would, I talk to Michelle or I would talk to different people on set and be like, so like, what does this mean? Like, mm-hmm. what, what is a Braxton Hicks contraction? What is like all of these different things that, cause on the show, I usually am pretty trained at any of the horse stories and things that I have, I've sort of done them before so I kind of know okay I would play it like this or this horse would react like this um so things like playing blind or or doing things that are totally outside of my comfort zone are like okay so now I have to go and and talk with people that have these experiences Mm -hmm. so that I can make it as real as I can yeah I'm I was so impressed with the the Spencer twins that, I mean, they really felt like, I mean, Lindy really feels like your daughter to me I on the show. They like did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we are so lucky to have those girls. And they're so cute. And it, it's, it's a strange thing because they were cast in that role when they were like five months old. Yeah. So how do you know that five month old twins are going to just embrace this world as much as they did. We had no idea. Yeah. And just every year that they've been on the show and this year, especially like they're now almost six years old. And just every time I'm in a scene with either one of them, I'm just blown away. Yeah. I just go, you know, you guys are, are just little adults and they've grown up on the show. They really have. I mean, they were five months old when they started. And the fact that I have such a connection with them off screen, I think makes that family dynamic so much more real on screen. And when they get to come out to my farm and ride my horses and just hang out for the day, it's, it's such a special thing for me because Mm -hmm. I love those girls so much. And I also feel like it, 
it adds to those stories because we have that connection off screen and we have those memories that are built off screen. So when I'm in a scene with them, I can actually say, oh, this is just like, remember when, you know, you rode my horse Hawk and he started to trot and you went, ah, like we have those connections that I can relate and call on so that when we're in a scene, I can make it more real. And that's really what it's all about, especially with kids and animals, because they're not necessarily acting they're just living off real life moments. And so for me, it's finding those real life moments that I can bring into the scene and say, remember when this happened? Well, this is exactly what we're doing right now. And then they're like, oh yeah, okay. Cause they can call on that experience and they can say, oh yeah, I, I remember what that was like. Mm -hmm. And so that's been really rewarding for me is to be able to kind of take them under my wing. And um, they're just, they're such, they're little lights. Those girls are just so special. And uh, well, I think you can feel that chemistry that, mm -hmm. that time spent together. You can feel the, the chemistry on the show. Well, last question. I was just curious because I know some of your co-stars like Chris Potter and, and Megan Falls have directed episodes and written episodes of the show. Is that ever something you've thought about doing? I love the idea of it and it would be quite the challenge. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm in almost every scene. Yeah. So what I talked about before when the whole um, prep, the three weeks of prep would be really difficult because usually when Chris Potter's directing or Megan Falls is directing, they're not in the two episodes leading up to the episodes that oh, they're that directing. Or if they're in it, they're in it very minimally. So they can still attend all those meetings because every single day while we're on set filming, there's meetings going on in the pre-production world for the next two episodes. So it would be a real challenge for me to be able to be on set acting and be in meetings. And I just think that I wouldn't be able to do either job well enough that I would feel like I've succeeded at both. Yeah. And so to answer your question, directing is something that I might be interested in, in the future, but I just love what I'm doing right now. And I really want to tackle it and do it the best I can and not be in two places at once, yeah. so to speak. So well, that makes total sense. Well, <laughs> real quick, before you go, we have some just fun, silly little questions that we like to ask. So first question, what is the best ice cream flavor? Mm, anything chocolate, chocolate with like chunks or cookie dough or like <laughs> I'm I'm a chocolate girl sounds good what's your favorite color purple and like a teal mixed together mm -hmm. oh okay good <laughs> uh what music are you into I like a little bit of everything it totally depends on my mood I would say that I mostly listen to country and I listen to the radio a lot I just like the local stations and because yeah. then I can kind of hear what's going on and Mm -hmm. listen to music. So cool. it totally depends on my mood. Cool. Uh, what is your go-to date night food? Oh man. Um, I just went out not long ago. My husband and I had a really nice evening out and we both had a, a great steak dinner. So oh, nice. that's probably, yeah. uh, dogs or cats. Oh, dogs, but cats are a close second. Okay, Beaches or mountains. Mountains. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite holiday to celebrate? Christmas. 
yeah it's tough to beat Christmas because it's like it a is. whole season I'm such a, and I'm such a decorator mm-hmm. like I love Christmas time I'm the one who I got to get the lights up all around the house I have to have everything up like end of November if it's not up I'm like okay let's go mm-hmm. <laughs> well thank you very much for coming on again we really really appreciate it and what we've had I've had such a great time with my I know my co-host Michelle that does talking Harlan with with me uh she's we've had such a great time together and she wishes she could be here. Uh, but, uh, it's been a, it's been a great, I find myself, uh, every once in a while looking at, uh, looking at a horse and, and on a show or whatever, and being like, that looks like a bronc instead of that. I'm thinking, what is happening to me? Like, how did I become this person? <laughs> so I thank Harlan awesome. for that. It's been really good. And, yeah. uh, so uh, if people want to follow you on social media, how can they do that? Uh, Instagram is where I'm most prevalent and that Amber underscore Marshall underscore farm. Uh, <laughs> because of course, Amber Marshall was taken and it just fits in with the, right. the whole world. And that's where I, I spend most of my time. So right. yeah. well, we'll put a link down to that. And then we'll also have a link for the um, up uh, faith family. If people want to watch the show, get caught up and we'll be excited for season 16. Awesome. I'd like to thank Amber for coming on the podcast. This was really so much fun to get to talk with her. I hope y'all enjoyed the interview and I'll put a link down to our first year for you. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that and uh, make sure you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews, five stars. It would help us a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our page and group and merch store, which has Heartland inspired merch. So check that out. And uh, thanks again to Amber and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone.